0: Welcome to the podcast of Outpost Church in McLaren Vale. This week, we are hosting a discipleship training week, and our focus is the spiritual disciplines. And this is our second year of running the discipleship training week, and we are pumped. It's our first year of offering the content from the DTW. Uh, on our podcast, and we hope that it's encouraging for you. We hope that it helps to equip you uh, to live a life of intimacy
1: with Jesus Christ.
0: Hi, everyone. (laughs) Um, We wanted to share today about, like, that's really cool, hearing that perspective in, like, a workplace and, like, God is so faithful in every scenario that we find ourselves in and for us in the past year that's looked like him being faithful in business and navigating what that looks like and a lot of you guys know us and have like literally walked through this past year either living with us or basically seeing us like all the time so um, yeah some of it might be repetition but for us this is also like one of the first times that we've just been able to share the testimony of God's faithfulness over this cafe and
1: and even just preparing, like, we wrote down, um, <laughs> like, everything that we've seen God do. And it's, like, <laughs> the list is, like, huge stuff that, like, well, there's, like, too many things to share. Because, like, his consistency has been, like, so, so big um, in this last, yeah, year and a half, really. Yeah. So, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, and for us, like, as we we're preparing this too, we we're just seeing the, the webs of how you know, God's character, like I said, is consistent and for us this look like business but really like the learnings that we've had apply to so many scenarios and whenever it looks like we need to take a risk for God or with God or when he's inviting us to partner with him, it's always an invitation and he's always gracious and he's always excited to partner with us. So yeah, if depending on whatever your scenario is or what risks God might be calling you to or has called you to, yeah, just hoping that testimony is relevant and blesses you as much as it's blessed us
1: definitely um so it's always been my dream to start a cafe um so when i was in school like in things, i was like working out what career path i would take to be able to sort of get to owning our business um so my mum and dad encouraged me to get a trade under my belt first and i guess like the idea was really get there and do it as quick as i can um and i had lots of sort of um uh, different things in, in plan to sort of want to get here by this time and save this much money and um, had my eye out on different places, the amount of places I'd called, um, asking if I could come and have a look and <laughs> before I was ready. was huge. Um, but then it got in, interrupted, um, got invited by the Lord to sort of stop working and um, do a couple of years just doing what he was leading me into, um, which was just a real like yeah, humbling time and massive growth time for myself. Um And that's sort of when, I guess, the dream was still there to own the the cafe to do something, but it was definitely more just like, my life is is God's and whatever he calls me into is going to be better than whatever I can dream up myself. Um, So that kind of set that, Um, did a few little things in between, but then me and Beth got married, um, joined team at Outpost and we moved to McLaren Vale and the dream is definitely still there but it was, um, um
0: it was like in the 10 year plan, it yeah. was like, let's buy a house, have a kids, we've both got full time jobs, like let's do all the things that you need to be setting your life up <laughs> safely for and then we'll do the risky thing down the track. Yeah. I was Definitely. like sure, totally let's start a cafe. But, Friday, but, nah, but there is this building,
1: <laughs> there is this building which is cool yeah. in McLarenell. So we'll just like pray. Every day we drive past it. I especially will because I drive we, past we it. We
0: would drive past that cafe where it is now and Scotty'd be like, Thanks Lord for just giving us that building. <laughs> like sure thing in it ten years. Like, like Every time we drive yeah. past from our house to Outpost, it we'll would be like, thanks, Lord, for that building. <laughs> we want that building. Thanks, God, for that building. Yeah.
1: So there's a lot of prayer got into that building um, from yeah, us. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was huge. But then, um, yeah, we finally got to the point where, like, well, we're either going to, like, do the responsible stuff, have kids, all that thing, and then do the business later on. Or we, like, call the la- call the real estate agent. We just, like, have a chat. We just see where it leads. So... Backtrack.
0: Well, a few months before this, like, yeah. Scotty had a word as oh, well. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you go. It was your word. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> so, we're, yeah, feeling like we wanted to go down this track, but, like, money, finances is obviously a huge thing when starting a business. Um, and we were going all right, Um. but definitely weren't in a great financial position to be able to flog, like tens of thousands of dollars into a business. So um, I was here at church one Sunday and just praying on the ground. And I was like praying to God about like just what are we going to do financially, Lord? I trust you in it. And then just hear him say, oh, up your tithe from 10% to 20%. (laughs) Just like, oh, beautiful. We don't have like, you know, we're struggling already. Like not struggling, but like struggling to get there. But sweet. Like it's just more dependence. And um, yeah, so definitely just jumped straight on board that because he's calling that that was like, yeah, so aware that he's on board, like, he's mm. with us, he's not separate from us. So,
0: yeah, and that was like one of the first times where, all throughout this whole journey, has been like God just reminding us that his logic is different to worldly <laughs> logic, and trusting him looks different than trusting in the world. Yeah. And we can choose which way we go, and he'll be faithful and he'll pull through regardless. But it's such an invitation to be like, actually, I have a different way. You might not know what that looks like down the track now, but right now, like, just follow me and trust me kind of thing.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: So we decided... Eventually, I don't really know why, but we were like, what if we just go and look at the building and like just go walk through it and we had like the real estate photos and we're like, it looks kind of cool, like a bit ugly, but we can have a walk through it. It's got everything we'd kind of need. And then we were gonna do it and then like life got busy and then we procrastinated a bit more and then a more few weeks went by and we still didn't do it. And then randomly one week it was like, all right, like let's just do it this week. Um, and weirdly, that week, like, the sign out the front had been taken down, like, the real estate signs, who so we like, we've procrastinated so much that it's not even on the market anymore. Like, bugger. Um, but we called the agents and they were basically like, look, we've had this property on the market for, like, two years and we just can't move it. So, we've dropped it as one of our properties. So, you, we won't deal with you. You have to go straight and talk to the landlord, which we're like, what does that mean? Like, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Like, if he's dodgy, that seems like a bad thing. Um but yeah, so we're like, okay, whatever, like called the landlord, walked our way through, and that was just like the start of this insanely favourable relationship with this beautiful, kind rich English man who just wants to, who just, yeah, who really cares about us and wanted to, yeah, be, his favour was definitely on us through that. And that was, like, a real marker of, like, cool, we don't have to deal with an agent who is probably going to do what they do best and, you know, get the right deal for the landlord. It was, like, dealing straight with him and being able to appeal to his character and his generosity. And that was, like, a really cool partnership to kick off.
1: Yeah, that was, um, yeah, a big part of, like, negotiation and things like that. It's cool now seeing his the relationship with the landlord, um, the way it's grown. He's like so, yeah, I feel like he's almost like mentoring me in a sense of he's been through a lot of different businesses and like a he's a very kind guy, but he's like, you're very kind, Scott. I don't want you to get like a, you know, people take advantage of you. I don't. So sometimes I'll say something firmly, but then I want you to, you know, not barter me down. I want you to, <laughs> you know, you can come at me a bit, you know. <laughs> it's like, Yeah. And then, you, then I'll just say, so how about this much? He goes, yep, that sounds fair. I'm like, okay. <laughs> just, it's, yeah, it's so slight, silly. Um, He's just beautiful. So the great relationship.
0: Yeah. And so the price that it was up for, like when the re- the agents had it, it was just like so unrealistic. There's no way we could have paid. We weren't trying to buy it or anything, but like the rent that was on it, there was no way. And so we looked at the place, like brought Scotty's parents through, who've partnered with us through this whole business. Um, and, yeah, we just really prayed for a price to offer him for rent Um, and yeah it was actually at Discipleship Training Week last year on the Wednesday night that we went and we met with him and we said we had this whole thing and we had a piece of paper talking about our lives and the dreams that we had and these photos from Pinterest and we're like trying to like basically sell this concept to him because he said he'd had like an offer to buy that week, he'd had, like, he hadn't had anything. It'd been crickets for months, like, he'd been on the market for years. But that week, and maybe that's just the thing that you say, but that week he'd had all these offers that had come through. So, we were like, we have to really sell ourselves. And then as soon as we walked in the door, it was like, it was a done deal. <laughs> like, yeah. anything we said, he was like, yeah, sure. Like, yep, no worries. Yep, all good. Sounds great. That price is fine. It was, like, quite a low ball. We're like, awesome. <laughs> I guess we'll do it then. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then all. March rolled round yes and good old <laughs> COVID hit. I don't know if you guys heard about that. It was a big thing happened last year. And we were like, awesome, we've just signed a lease and made all these big decisions to start a hospitality business <laughs> in the middle of a global pandemic.
1: This is where um, something <laughs> that... Um, uh, Chad was sharing yesterday he just sort of sort of we were like yeah one or two witnesses Ah, uh, sorry two or three witnesses yeah. so important like we I at that po- by that point before COVID hit we were so confident it was God's yeah. cafe not ours like we were just so certain so that was super scary and like overwhelming but it was also just like yes but God's definitely confirmed it to us yeah. over so many different things that we know this is like set in stone no matter what. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna happen. It's gonna succeed. We're gonna open. Yeah. I don't know what it's gonna look like because right now it doesn't look possible but God's called us into it so we can be confident on that so we could have confidence.
0: Another one of like his logic things too, that on paper, if the story had looked differently up to that point, it would have been like, you know, a few years ago we thought about starting a cafe and we were really praying into it, but then COVID hit and then we realized, you know, it was a sign from God that we shouldn't do this thing. Like that very well could have been our testimony kind of thing. But because God had just revealed himself, like Scotty said, so many times up to this point and opened the doors and invited us to come through. We were in so deep that we absolutely could have pulled out, like a hundred percent, but it was like an invitation not to and we were peaceful about saying yeah, saying yes and continuing that path. And like for Scotty's dad, who, like we said, partnered with us in like labour and love and energy, but also financially as well, which was a risk for him to take. He was not a big fan of COVID and the idea of starting a hospitality business on the side during that. Um, And so, but you know, our peace and our prayers and our putting into that basically just totally converted his outlook on it as well. And his heart was so peaceful, which gave us even more peace. And it was just like this real... A bit scary, but honestly, like the feeling wasn't fear. The feeling was like, all right, trusting God and just taking a step out anyway. And logically, we were afraid, but actually in our hearts and in our spirits, there was so much peace, which was just God at work. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. So the other win of that was that, you know, we'd signed this lease, we'd set a date to open in May and then COVID hit in March and we obviously couldn't open in May, um, which meant we had so much time to just be able to renovate the place, to make it look pretty, to put a lot of effort into it, but also to be able to continue to work. So Scotty had a full-time job as a butcher. He was able to finish his apprenticeship like, what, two years early in a space of a few months like that was such an like exciting yeah opportunity to be able to do that like we were both working being able to like feed financially into business as well as energy wise and that was actually quite a blessing to have this extra six months that wasn't like pressure to get open it was like an open door basically take as long as you want and then you can and when you do open the other huge favor that we had from our landlord as well was that he gave us three months free rent so we didn't have to pay rent at all until we decided to open and when we decided to open we then had another three months that we just didn't have to pay him anything to be in that building so we had basically like nine months or so in that place with the keys like making it our own and he didn't get a dollar from us like which is just so gracious yeah Yeah. cool um and then do you want to butt in or keep
1: going yeah let's go where are we at Honey.
0: Well I had a word as that's well which was date. cool like in that space of time where we were trying to figure out like when the time was to open. I just had a random word and I was like I'm just going to tell a few people just in case it does happen then it can be like see I told you like this was cool um, and if it didn't happen it would be like whatever but when we were planning to open we set my word was basically we're going to set a date. It's not going to make any sense to open on that date but something's going to happen between the time that we set it and the time that we open that's going to just basically make it a great date to open like what whatever that looks like and at the time there was like the four meter squared rule per person which meant we could fit about 25 people in the cafe and we were like whatever like we'll deal with it 25 it's all we'll know that'll be fine and then exactly that we set this date July 22nd or something and a couple weeks before we opened, it was like, praise God, this rule has halved. And so we can now have twice as many people in the cafe and which now looking at it makes it so much worth being open compared to having 20 people coming through the doors, like just cool, like answers to prayer and confirmations like over and over and over again, which is yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. Um, then um, I guess uh, the other big win, win we've had, like the Lord's just blessed us in is like our staff team. Um, so obviously, a lot of you know um, there's a good amount of um, outpost members or like Christians who, friends, <laughs> <they
0: say. laughs>
1: yeah, a lot of Christians who work for us, which is it's incredible for just workplace culture because culture is hugely important, and yeah. when you're starting something brand new and fresh. Um, like as owners there's um, culture that you want to set in place but there's also so much like other business stuff that you have to worry about and think about so culture can sometimes get pushed to the bottom of the pile and it'll just happen whoever staff, whatever staff you have but then having like Nick and then Rob join the team soon after we opened and um, Jamie Lee and other people who are just Christians on board, good friends, and they care for the business and want to see it succeed. And then also are just genuinely really good people. Um, help harness that culture as we were um, had other staff members mm-hmm. joining as well, and then joining that team. So that was um, epic. A big one which we um, I guess I, I under- underestimated was hiring a chef, um, getting a good head chef. Um, we were aware that we would want to hire like so like Esther um, and RJ and other young um, younger people for weekends to be able to work. Um, but if anyone sort of knows the um, hospitality industry chefs can be sometimes quite aggressive quite loud quite arrogant um it is just, just like a yeah a culture things that's sort of formed but didn't really even consider having to hire this person who's gonna like rule the kitchen like out of sight of us like 95 percent of the time and just have to trust them that they're leading a team well and like leading these young people well like that's so scary
0: yeah you know like mm-hmm. yeah freaky.
1: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then yeah, so we got uh, a fair few interviews through, and just was like so struggling no with peace it. At um, all. Yeah, and then had yeah this girl Tani come in, who is now our head chef, and she <laughs> she is awesome, just so peaceful, so calm, um, so loving. Um, not a Christian yet, but just um is such a like perfect fit for the cafe. Just so fits our vibe. Just mm. um. Yeah, loves us and it's her, um, yeah, she's just so super excited to be in the role and wants to be in it for a long time as well, which is, everything just lined up perfectly. Mm-hmm. And one of those moments was like, I feel hopeless, like hiring someone who can join our vision mm-hmm. as a Christian business with Christian values, um, just like loving the Lord. How do we now invite someone pretty much like close to the same, like... Um,
0: in a senior role. Senior role, basically. yeah.
1: Who we have no idea about. We open in a few weeks. This was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, having just, her come in. Yeah,
0: like learning again, like what it's like, what it feels like it looks like to be led by peace and decisions and yeah. the black and white between these like probably fine at their job men who were coming in, nothing against men chefs or whatever, but like coming in and we were like, they're fine, but we don't feel peaceful about it. A few were really arrogant And we're like, oh, how are we going to go with that kind of thing? But it was like, maybe that's just what we have to do. Like, maybe this is peace that is just, like, the best of a bad bunch. And then it's like, Tani walks in the door. Like, we do an interview with her. She walks out and we're like, well should we just call her now and give her the job or should we bring her in for like a token trial shift or like what do we do now it was like just the peace is like so black and white like when you've experienced the peace of God it's just like nothing else like the amount of times you just make decisions on your own you're like maybe it's peace and then you actually experience peace it's like why do I ever get this mistaken with anything else like it's so clear it's so yeah it's so good yeah, so that was basically like we had the team, we had this vision, like we had this plan and God was just pulling through again and again and again and again and again. Um, you know, like we today don't want to talk that much about like since it's been open, there's so much we're still learning and God's still pulled through so many times and there's plenty of mistakes we've made and times we haven't nailed it. But I suppose for us, like... Just knowing God's faithfulness through this whole journey and his yes and his yes and his yes and his yes and and this invitation and these open doors to partner with him just makes every other challenge that we've come across doable and possible and really big stuff that still feels significant, but it's just not as big because God's bigger. And knowing that at the beginning has just been such a blessing since we've been open the last seven months Um, You know, things like finances is like a real big mountain that we've been climbing and learning and, you know, stuffing up and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But he's just pulling through again and he's reminding us that he's there and he's reminding us that he's faithful. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you want to talk to that at all. Yeah, another thing which was kind of unexpected as well, like God working in, a, in an unexpected way, was the building that we have. I don't know who, yeah, how aware of it you are. It's like just up the road, and it used to be this restaurant that was really popular in town that people really liked, but it had a bit of a hard end to the restaurant, and the owner basically went bankrupt and a lot of people were hurt from the experiences of this old owner and we just thought we were taking on the building. We didn't realise we were taking on all this hurt and offence and distrust and all of this stuff and like we had someone literally say to us that they wouldn't come and service our oven just in case we were associated with the previous owners of the building and we're like... (laughs) We're not like, but it wasn't enough, sort of, just to try and say it. And so, like, it was like such an invitation as well to redeem these relationships. And, like, one conversation with Scotty on the phone had this woman, you know, rushing out to come and service our oven because we were able to redeem that hurt that was there. And suppliers that were weary to work with us just because we're in this building who were able to redeem and recapture those relationships and just start fresh this story for the community, like, for God, just redeeming this building to be His as well to be relationship built and to be yeah community built yeah yeah I had,
1: like, there's customers that <laughs> as i left that were in the shop and he was not hugely happy to be there because he yeah like today we was heaps hurt from the last owners um and I had a chance to chat with him and like i pretty much apologize on behalf of <laughs> what happened before but i was like you know i'm nothing to do with that old and like yeah can there's still so much hurt in people from this past person, which sucks. Like, so many kids were hurt, like, going in pain, so many people. But then, you know, you get this privilege that God allows us to sort of be redeeming for people. So, we had to, like, release things from their heart and be able to go, oh, it's okay. Like, every time they drive past the building, there's probably this, like, you know, this bitterness and this anger. But, like, yeah, we get to be part- partnering with God and just being, like, I guess, like, re- release people from that anger and just, like, you know it's okay it's like it's yeah it's it's gone and it's not coming back kind of thing as well it's mm. it's amazing what that kind of hurt can really do to people and hold on to so mm. yeah
0: god's just so relational mm. and loves to redeem those relationships yeah yeah so basically that's like the the testimony of what we experience up to the point of being open and then a little bit of what it's been like being open but you know i suppose for us like we wanted to share some of the the habits and the things that, the roles that we've been able to play in this work that God's doing. Um, Yeah. Like I've said, like this was an invitation from him and, I don't know, I guess he invited us to be hands-on in that process and yeah, just some of the habits that we had that helped us to be able to take this risk and make this decision with confidence because I think it is such a question that people have all the time. Like, is this God speaking? Is it not him speaking? Like, is this his will for my life? Is it not? Like, is this all my idea and I'm just saying it's God because I prayed about it once. Like, Scotty, has been praying about it his whole life. Like, is that just, you know, his idea but God actually doesn't have a part in it? And I I just don't feel settled and comfortable with the idea that the will of God and the heart of God and his plans for us are a mystery that we don't get to know. I think he shares that with us and he wants us to be a part of that process and I think that it's really important to be aware of the different areas and what part we have to play and how we can contribute to what he's doing, but to not, yeah, not mistake ourselves into thinking that he isn't speaking or that, you know, it's, it's that easy to get it wrong or that if, I suppose the biggest part is like that if we get it wrong, that God's like, well, screw you, that's not what I said, like, see ya, good luck, like, you'll watch it crash and fail and I'll be over here being like, I told you, you should have followed me way back when, like. Is that the heart of God? <laughs> like, no, that's not who he is. And, yeah, so I suppose for us, like, just some of those habits and the things that we were able to practice to be able to hear what he was saying but also just remind ourselves that he's speaking and remind ourselves that he's present and he's there. Um, biggest of that being prayer. Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah I think the whole whole um, business is just being grounded and rooted in prayer, which is, yeah, just massive (laughs) it's in everything that we do um and just yeah being led by his voice we have like a a group of friends who we can just message um yeah when things go wrong or feel hopeless we just can send like an urgent (laughs) prayer request out to, to a close group of friends who um yeah have said yes to being on board for that and just seeing breakthrough after breakthrough with things like that as well um Yeah, so having close people around us who can just support us and you can call on whenever you need. Um, Yeah, it's massive.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so prayer has been a big one for sure. Um, Another one is just like that confidence in God's character, like I was just saying as well, that ability to choose and remind ourselves and remind each other that, of the testimony of his goodness, of the testimony of his faithfulness, also just his heart for us and how much he cares about us and loves us and doesn't want us to fail. Like, I think there's something huge in just knowing a God that's actually championing you, that he is like, he's a teacher and he's a guider and he's, you know, bigger and above all things. But he's also the one that's like, on the sidelines cheering you on like running alongside you like championing you wanting you to win when you fall over he's not like well I told you in practice you weren't supposed to fall over <laughs> he's like grab my hand like let's get up let's keep going like let's keep fighting and just being able to know that heart of God when it's been like yeah like honestly the last month has been real hard like one of the hardest that we've had in the cafe and like we had a week where we were just like what the heck are we doing like we, we
1: had good job and we could just drive yeah. we could just drive and <laughs> like, leave it all <laughs> just get in the car and
0: go like, uh. let's get jobs that are stable and let's have a life and have friends and let's do that thing instead Um, but it's just like that, even just preparing for this has been a blessing of just like, no, he's faithful. Like, no, he's championing us. Like, no, he hasn't left us behind. Like he hasn't changed his mind. (laughs) He doesn't mean like, oh, actually this plan was too hard. You should have done a different one. Like he's just along board and he's championing us and, and helping us up. And yeah, just knowing the character of God and choosing to, to seek the character of God and. Like, for me, like, we were talking about this the other day, like, that's been a real testimony in my life. And when people talk about, um, you know, how I met God or that decision, like, there was a time in my life personally where it was, like, going through really hard things, you have a choice to, like, I know God's real because I've grown up in church and I've got the Bible and I've experienced the presence. And so when it's been hard, it's like, I have a choice to either hold God up and be mad at him and be like, why have you done this thing? and then be just as lonely, just as alone, and then also now bitter at the creator of the universe. Or I have an invitation to choose to be on his side and to love him and to let him help me and let him be my friend and that option just sounds so much better and easier like maybe it's a cop out of the hard stuff but you know it sounds so much easier to partner with God and it's just the same in this kind of scenario as well like we have the option to be frustrated at him and there's been so many times we've come to him and been like what are you doing like what is the plan why is this the way it is like but It's then the truth to actually stop and to listen and to let him answer and let him feed back and let him respond and, yeah, know his heart
1: like knowing is hard the one question we've like asked ourselves a fair few times like what does success look like in the kingdom what is god's success like is it having like a six-figure cafe down the road that like has always hundreds of customers and we sell so much or is it that we have a great culture staff team who love each other when people come in the door they feel welcomed they feel like there's something different in the space like what does success look like for us it's <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like it's, yeah, we got to get that out of our mind. Like, yeah. yeah, we could have nothing in our bank account, but we're a very, very successful business because we're in the kingdom. And like, yeah. that's what his success looks like. Um, so yeah, that's,
0: yeah, and yeah, really failure is the same. Like, what does success look like? But what does failure look like? Like, shutting our doors because we didn't have enough money to be able to do what we were doing, like, yes, that's failure. <laughs> Obviously, like, that's not a successful, sustainable business. But having plenty of money in our account, but people aren't being, Thank <laughs> you cared and nurtured no one is being blessed by being there there is no peace in that place God's presence has left the room that's failure as well and like for us like that's going to be a journey that we have for as long as we're doing this thing and something that I think we all need to know is like we need to define success with God not by worldly things by whatever it is that he wants to do and what his heart is but also be really diligent and like and to look at ourselves honestly and be like am I failing because I'm not letting God into this scenario? like have I got money? Have I got that trip booked? Have I got that relationship? Like have I got that job? have I got the plan down packed which looks like success but am I actually failing because God's heart isn't here and he's not speaking and he doesn't have a role to play and yeah, that's something we're having to keep come back to all the time because sometimes failure looks like both sometimes it feels like it looks like failure on paper but it feels like success because people are being blessed so it's like what do you do there and you just trust God, I guess.
1: So all you can do. So all you can
0: do. <laughs> yeah, that was basically what we wanted to share and. Um, You know, for us, like, this cafe has been such a blessing. It's been such a weight to carry. It's been, like, one of the hardest years that we've experienced personally, socially, like, in our marriage, like, in our faith, like, in all of those types of things. But it's been such a reminder of God's goodness and his faithfulness and that, you know, a real plain reminder of times when you feel like he's working. It doesn't always look that simple on paper. It doesn't always look that great on paper. But when God's at the front of it, like, it will succeed and he is capable of like yeah partnering with us and championing us and yeah i think that applies to any other risk we're taking or decision we're making or you know not just starting a business like so many scenarios so yeah hopefully that blesses you thanks guys (laughs) any questions